and for women everywhere i hope that we all keep our light our power and our voice and i hope that we keep showing everyone in the community that we are strong no matter what whoever they are say if you really knew me 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 you would know hey who are you who me Hello and welcome to If You Knew Me Mondays, a student-powered, park-day-inspired podcast that builds belonging by sharing stories and perspectives from the margins of our school and community. Say what? My name is Arjuna Saeed. I'm Park Day's Director of Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging. And if you really knew me, you'd know that I'm also a parent of a kindergartner and fourth grade here at Park Day. My name is Scott Keller. I'm a fifth grade assistant teacher. And if you really knew me, you know that I too am a parent, have two wonderful children, and this episode goes out to them. All right, this year, If You Knew Me Mondays has been celebrating Women's History Month by putting out a special episode every day this week. We've been catching up with teachers, admin, amazing women at Park Day to talk about the role of their partnerships that make our school the special place that it is. Today we're closing out. We have one more final pair of interviews in just a moment. But before we get there, Scott, remind us, how do we get to this point? So back in December, I had this idea and I came to Arjuna and I was like, yo, for Women's History Month, what if we sent out a wide net call to the women at Park Day and asked them to share their stories of partnership and like working together? And I thought it would be really powerful and really cool to give everybody an opportunity to sort of let us see them even more. Um, I think that's sort of been my mission this year to like see more of my colleagues. And so we put an email out and people responded. I was blown away by the response. And I've been blown away by the stories that we've got a chance to listen to. I want to say thank you to you, Scott, for um, sharing this idea. This is really one of the biggest hopes for this podcast is for it to be a shared resource for the entire community. This is not just um, something that is contained to the podcast club. But the hope is that anyone in our community, you two parents, anyone listening, if you have an idea that you think um, can help our community members learn more about each other, then reach out. Let us know how this podcast can can do just that in the way of storytelling, in the way of building perspectives, and just connecting us all. So thank you, Scott, for for giving us this opportunity to collaborate. No doubt, man. I'm glad we got a chance to do it. I appreciate you seeing my vision. As Arjuna said, we've heard from teachers, from admin, from various pairings, and I think it's really special that today we get to hear from uh, some more admin and even a family and uh, I think in one way, we are all a family here at Park, but it's really special to hear um, a conversation we have coming up later on that I don't want to spoil, so you'll have to keep listening, but I guarantee it's worth, it's worth sticking around for. All right, so let's do just that. Stick around, keep listening. Up next, we're going to hear from a pair of dearly loved siblings at Park Day, Jackie and Yessie. Here we go. Hi, my name is Yessie. I am the first grade TA, and if you really knew me, you would know I have a Hot Wheel collection. Uh, my favorite Hot Wheel would be the uh, bottle opener collection. Hi, my name is Jackie, and if you really knew me, you'd know that I love fashion. My favorite garment or accessory is going to be shoes. I think shoes really transform a look. My role at Park Day is I am an ASAP teacher, I am a substitute teacher. And I am mom to the kids. All right. So clearly you spent a lot of time together in your lives. But when did you first start working together? So I think we started working together maybe 
was it the summer before covid yes yeah, so 2019 2019 summer we started working at um Stephen kate's camp and i got my job through yesi but i think yesi got here through our parents that work here they've been working here for super long and i think we've been working together ever since our earliest collaboration in life we think is gonna be when we did these shows when we were little i'm gonna say age maybe like six you were yeah i was like six seven six seven yes he's the older one we always get this confused <laughs> we're gonna clear it up now yes he's older three years i'm younger three years um six seven i was like three, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> three or four years old um and we would do these like shows for our parents where we'd like perform in our living room and it was always i was singing yes he was on camera and our little sister janet she would um dance for us and it was really really cool that's probably our earliest project um i remember it would just be at like random sometimes even like when we would have guests over it was like us welcoming our guests we'd be like oh, okay we have guests we're gonna put on a show for them <laughs> and it'd just be like i don't even remember who would be like let's do it but it would just be like all right we're gonna put on a show jackie's like i'm singing my younger sister <laughs> janet's like i'm dancing and i'm like okay then that means i've got the camera because you guys are not recording <laughs> So what's your favorite part about working together? My favorite thing about working with each other is being able to like see each other in different settings. I think last year we were both in ASAP together. This year we're separated, but we still get to see each other in the day. And I think it's really cool now that Yesi has more of a like look on these individual students. So it's really cool to be able to like work on that together. When we go home, we're also like, okay, we're cutting the teacher vibes off. But we still, like, find ourselves talking about the school. We just love the school so much that <laughs> all we do is talk about the school. Something I really like about our super awesome sister dynamic <laughs> is the fact that we balance each other. I think it's really beautiful the way that she, like, brings me to this calmness. I say she brings, like, a warm energy and a very calm energy. Like, when you're with her, you just want to tell her all your problems and know that they're, like, they're going to be safe with her. Um, and I think that I can do that too when she's going to be loud and like spunky and tell me like get in this really great mood so I think we really balance each other I completely agree I can say she, I mean Jackie's calm she is when she has her moments of calmness but I can say she's also like the person to kind of rile you up and be like all right you're too quiet it's time to like start speaking up um let's have a little more fun uh, I can say that when I was younger, like I was really quiet. And then once Jackie like was able to talk and like play and run, it was like completely different. Like Jackie literally has brought out the joy for me, like being louder. I think without Jackie, I'd probably be like super quiet. <laughs> Could you tell us some things that you've learned from working together? Um, Something I've learned from Yesi. I think I learned a lot of like keeping my cool. I'm a very hot headed person and I know it's really hard when we have a lot of obstacles. Um, she's taught me this like being able to like keep cool and understanding that sometimes like I am doing my best and I can't keep beating myself up because I can't do more for the kids. Um, I have learned that I need to make sure my voice is heard. To make sure that I advocate for myself because <laughs> we, because I'm a person who struggles with that, who likes to like stay calm and be like, mm, I don't want to 
altercate things or I don't want to make things bigger than needed. But then sometimes I do know that um, certain things do need to be said or certain things do need to be done. But I'm that person who's like, maybe I'll just like let it pass. I'm like very passive. And Jackie's like, no, you need to make sure your voice is heard and something is done. So given the fact that your sisters and you see each other often, I wonder how has your working relationship evolved over time? Um, I think when we first started working here together, we would bicker a lot and we're siblings. So I think it's pretty (laughs) normal, but we would do this thing of like, even still now she'll call me out (laughs) on it. Like I know where I should be and whatnot, but I love talking to people. I love people. Um, so it happens where I'm like chit chatting it up. Like if you come outside Arjuna and I see you, we're going to have a 10 minute conversation, (laughs) but it's a good thing. I have Yessi beside me to be like, Hey, you need to be doing this. Which is true, but, you know, something I've learned about it is that now she sees that those in those 10 little minutes that we're talking, like, that's my breathing time. In that moment, it's like when I'm doing me thing instead of just being so on, like, we have to work, have to work, have to work. Um, which I think is really cool about now being separated but still working together. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, in the beginning when we were together in ASAP it would be like okay we saw each other so frequently we'd bump heads a lot um but I think now that it's like we don't see each other as frequently because she comes like for after school or if it's like subbing she's not necessarily like there continuously but um I can say now we don't bicker as much all right so what kind of advice can you give our listeners about how to foster healthy collaboration I want to say giving each other space Space is like something really important because I know before it would be like we saw each other at home and then right after it was work and then home again. And it'd be like not necessarily we needed a break from each other, but it was just space because it was always like a continuous run through of home things, then work things and like home again. But it like continuously just was throughout never like a small little break of this and that, even though we have our own rooms. But it was like, we live in the same home, no space necessarily. Um, I think to piggyback onto that, I'm going to say like making sure that your partnership has like encouragement. I think at home we don't get enough acknowledgement. We've always been like the type of people to be like, oh, yes, I'm so proud of you for doing this. And it's always back and forth, us to us. So I think it's really good to remember that no... No accomplishment is too small. Celebrate everything you can. I think real quick, I just want to put in when we got our email, Arjuna talked about how he really loved that we were able to do this because he has two daughters, like little, little, but like same age gap. (laughs) And I want to speak to that because I think whenever people talk to us and are like, do you guys bicker a lot? I think we don't necessarily bicker a lot, but we uplift each other a lot because we know that at the end of the day, like we're all sisters We really love each other. We want to bring out the best in each other. And who doesn't want to talk about their sibling and how great they are? All right. So this is the part of our interview where you get to shout out the powerful women in your life that inspired you. Whose name would you like to call into this conversation? I'm going to go first so I can talk about my mom. (laughs) My mom works in the kitchen. If you don't know her, her name is Marta. Please say hi to my mom. When you go to the kitchen, say please and thank you. Also, everyone common courtesy please do it i think she's amazing she is the strongest woman i know she 
has always like helped me out i have a hard time with my emotions i think i've said before i'm a very like hot-headed person and my mom just really knows how to like calm me down and bring me down such a hard worker i've never seen her not work she's never taken a day off this woman works the 24 hours of the day she's beautiful she's a great light beautiful smile she's amazing if wonder woman was real it'd be my mom all right my turn um for my mom i would have to say that my mom inspires me because let's see there's a lot um she's a woman who i've seen persevere as well like when we had to move homes she was like all right we got to do this during that time it was really hard for me i'd be like i don't want to um she was like no but it's gonna be better for you i would be like you're taking me away from my friends and she's like no i'm not taking you away from your friends she's like i'm taking you to a different school because it's needed like we need to move it's not something that we can avoid because then you would probably have to walk a longer distance so she'd always tell me the positive instead of the negative Another woman who is really important and who like inspires me a lot would have to be my aunt. Her name is Rinidad. She's someone who I look up to because she's been through a lot and like still perseveres and like still always has a smile on her face. Not that long ago, she lost her husband and that was really hard on her, but like she did not let that be seen. She was still like every day smile on her face continue to like make sure that he was still there like if you go to her house she has an altar for him she continues to like talk to him whenever we go visit she's like hey what is she what is her nickname she calls him me mi viejito oh yeah (laughs) mi viejito which means kind of like my old man Mm -hmm. and she like they just recently got um grandchildren not that long ago and she'll like present them be like hey here look like they're here to come uh visit um she loves to play the music he loved to um listen to and play so just seeing this woman persevere through everything she's been through has been so inspiring to me um i have another woman that i want to talk about we come from a long line of latina women that they're strong. We're strong, stronger than rocks, stronger than words, stronger than, I don't know. I don't know what's the strongest substance in the world, but whatever that is, we're stronger than that. <laughs> um, we have this cousin named Alejandra. She is a young woman. I think she's maybe 30s, early 30s. She's like 30, 31. She had her daughter, who's also an amazing woman, at the age of 15. 15. She is amazing the way that she like works out her struggles like if you saw it you wouldn't even know you wouldn't know she was struggling she practically raised herself raised her daughter by herself it's really amazing to see their duo the way that her daughter has grown up is really beautiful she's managed to like I don't know make this like beautiful young woman she's like so well educated so loving they're both like these amazing people that it's crazy, like, when you talk to them, like, how composed they are, even though, like, we know how much they went through. And I think your average person wouldn't have been able to, like, be so graceful during their struggles. What's a hope you have for each other? One hope I have for Jackie is for Jackie to be able to fulfill her dream of opening, like, a bakery slash diner. Because I know that's her, like, big goal. And I can't wait to one day be like, hey... Let's go out and let's go to my sister's bakery slash diner. 
I've had this dream for the longest of becoming a baker. I think when you see the movies and you see the person has like the flower on their face and all of that, I want to be that person. Like I want you to come into my bakery and like see that I'm putting in hard work into this bread. I think what it would look like is very like, very like come into mi casa. Like I want it to be very welcoming. I want us to talk. I want you to be like a customer that I see all the time. I want Arjuna to come into my bakery and be like, hey, Jackie, like, what's up? And I already have your coffee and your baked good ready for you. I want that type of vibe. I can give you two hopes. I'll give you a hope for you and a hope for our dynamic Um, and hope for women. Um, I hope that Yessi continues to like speak up for herself and she keeps being this strong role for the kids and I hope that her school year goes smoothly and that next year we see her TAing again. I hope that she keeps the spark that she has. And for myself, I hope that I don't lose my brain. Since this is going to be like our first time not working together in so long, I hope that I can keep my calmness. And for women everywhere, I hope that we all keep our light, our power, and our voice. And I hope that we keep showing everyone in the community that we are strong no matter what whoever they are say thank you so much to jackie and yesi one more time for joining us it really was special to hear two sisters share about their relationship you know i want to make my own personal connection i grew up as an only child and i always longed for siblings and so i really value those kind of relationships that feel like family so to get a glimpse into what i already see when i see them on campus um was really nice also shout out to you jackie We'll miss you here. We love you so much. And thank you again for being a part of this before you made your way out. We wish you the best on your baking journey. And we hope to show up at your bakery and your diner just as soon as it's open. So good luck and can't wait to see you with flour all over your face. Uh, on a personal note, as a, a parent with two children here at Park Day, I just really appreciate them having a chance and on all of the siblings here at Park Day to have a chance to hear from two incredible women who are sisters and who have such distinctly different flavors, but are so united in their in their uh, sense of community and the connection to the kids. And, and really grateful to have um, you, you share that. Yeah, Arjuna, I thought it was really cool to hear them share about support and space. And speaking of support and space, I think it allows us to segue rather seamlessly into our next guest on today's episode. They support each other in creating the space for each other to learn and grow. And they also support us in creating a space for us to effectively perform our jobs. So without further ado, we'd like to close things out with three key members of our admin team, Angela, Jules, and Karen. Listen up. I am Karen Sullerich, and I am the lower school head at Park Day. If you really knew me, you would know I have a beautiful grandson who's four months old who is in the stage of blowing spit bubbles. Hi, everyone. This is Angela. I am head of Park Day School. And if you really knew me, you would know that my favorite pastime is watching Hallmark romance movies. Hey, everyone. I'm Jules Green. I'm the head of middle school. Um, and if you really knew me, you would know that I am quite proud of my always growing sneaker collection. What do you remember about first meeting each other? Well, Karen, Jules, and I have been working together as a team since July 1st, 2020. And we had a wonderful project to work on together. <laughs> Just a project? Just a project. Just a small project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That project was redesigning how school was going to work. 
Right. During a pandemic. So we, we got to know each other real fast and uh, really deeply. And, and luckily, you know, some, some sparks kindled there for all three of us. Mm-hmm. When um, teams of people are actually working on something that have high stakes, um, the level of relationship and trust builds quickly. And um, you rely on one another to get the job done. And I really feel like even though we had a crazy project to manage, it allowed us to connect with one another in a much deeper way. And I think the school has benefited. I um, think my first impression of Karen, I met Karen actually for the first time when I started the job. During my interview process, I interviewed with Karen over the phone. Um, and I was the like last interview before everything in the world went wild. So first impression of Karen was like, oh, she's really cool. I have to get to know this person really fast because um, I had never actually seen her in person. <laughs> um, and then first impressions of Angela was was great. Actually, we can just tell this story. Um, when I was first hired, I was pregnant, early pregnant. And I realized I had to tell Angela and everyone pretty early that I was pregnant so we could plan on me being out with my daughter. And so I told Angela, I think day two or three, and her arms went out like she wanted to give me a really big hug, but we had those big shields on. And so I was really excited that she was so happy and nice about it, but also it was like weird because it was code and we had that project, but <laughs> it was like a really, it sticks in my brain to this point, to this day, like how excited she was in such a short runway of getting to know her. And it's kind of just continued that way. Yeah. I will say that my first impression of Karen was during a time where it was the before times. And so my interview at Park Day was in the fall of 2019. And in my interview schedule, I had an opportunity to meet with Karen one-on-one. And one of the things that stood out in that time was how devoted and connected Karen was to the school. And to have someone on the team that has such a deep love and conviction for the mission of the school was exciting because I knew that we would be great partners. I also remember that interview, Angela, it was really fun. And I was so looking forward to meeting you and having that one-on-one time. And you were just so knowledgeable about the school already. You knew what was going on. You knew who the people were. You asked me really great questions. And I remember... I loaded a, I asked you a really tough question, something I was genuinely grappling with that was hard, and you had such good advice right off the bat. Uh, and I also just felt so seen as, as a member of the community and that, you know, I'd be valued here moving forward with a new team. So that was a fun time for me, too. I walked away feeling like, she's the one. <laughs> Let's go with Angela. Um, and with Jules, yeah, I was, having, I was going through a tough time. I was out of town for bereavement when my father died and did the interview with Jules on the phone. And it was just like a little spark of energy and joy. (laughs) And uh, really easy to talk to her, lots of laughter even from the beginning. And I could just tell she was gonna be a really great person to connect with and have lots of ideas and energy. I don't know if I have a particular thing, but I really like how the three of us work together. And we have a meeting every week and sometimes Our meeting runs into the next meeting, and we can be in here for two hours grappling with something or kicking around various scenarios, Um, and it just feels so collaborative and 
the sum of the three of us is so much greater than <laughs> any single <laughs> a single idea, mm-hmm. and we're pulling in ideas from teachers, but there's a, a riffing to it that almost feels like making music or something sometimes. All right, can you share with us some important things you've learned from each other? I will say, I think I have learned something from Karen, and that um, Karen always reminds me of process and um, making sure that everyone's voice is a part of the path forward. And something that I have learned from Jules is that um, we should trust children and listen to them and value what they have to say. And because of their short time on earth, it doesn't mean that they don't know their own mind or don't know what they need. Uh, I've been able to learn from Karen how to slow down and pull out that voice of small children. I work with older children, and so pulling out that voice is uh, its different, um, but they usually want to express it if you give them that space. And giving that space for a smaller child and really slowing down and like taking that time to pull it out of them, um, it's really great to watch Karen do that, so I've been able to learn a lot around there. Um, and then from Angela, I've been able to learn how to become like more authentically myself without putting it up against the idea of should I or should I not code switch? Um, Angela does a really good job of providing a boundary that is able to allow people to interact but not overrun, but also still be in control and like run the place. <laughs> um, and it's great to see um, because this is actually my first all female identifying team I've ever worked on in leadership. It's a different vibe. And so um, just being able to like observe and watch and be in meetings and it's been just great to just be in Angela's presence. So yeah. (laughs) I I picture myself as like the steady beat. I I think that, you know, there's maybe a perception sometimes that because I've been here a long time, I am only cued into the old ways. And actually, I'm not at all. I love change. And you can't work here without (laughs) not loving change. Uh, And we've been through a lot. But I do like to offer what we've tried and what hasn't worked or why we did something that might seem crazy now a particular way. And then we move on together with the new ideas. I'll just slow us down for a second. Karen, just for fun, I noticed earlier you said just like riffing and writing a song, and then now you said you were a steady beat. So it makes me want to ask, Angela, Jules, if you were instruments, what instruments are you and why? I don't know. I picture Jules as like a a trumpet or something. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm wondering if if you're keeping time, am, am I singing the melody of we have collective aspirations through our strategic plan? So keeping us reminded of those words of the chorus. I feel like I'm glitter. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the extra sparkle or or even just like the significant amount of caffeine you need to get an album done. Like just oh. kind of that like constant, let's do it, let's try it, let's go. Let's do it. Let's You're do the it. hype see. man. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, you know, very much like T Pain and Pitbull energy. <laughs> like just go. I don't know, because I'm I'm always open and down to hear you know, what happened in the past, clock that, keep that going. And then you're really great at continuing to like what our main mission is, but like, let's try this thing and see what happens. Um, so yeah, I don't know, we kind of just kind of keep it pushing. Yeah, I, I love all the fun that Jules has brought. <laughs> and I, I've gained like a new understanding of middle school kids based on all the, the, the joy that they bring to you. Mm-hmm. It's been really helpful to me. 
What advice do you have for building healthy collaboration? I would say trust one another and figure out a way to develop that trust. One of the ways that we early on tried to develop that trust is we ran away from school one day <laughs> and had a bit of an off-site retreat. And um, we made sure we did work, but we made sure we got a chance to hear each other's stories and to laugh um, and connect in a way that was human-centered and not work-centered. And if you have that, then the work will come more easily. I think just offer your ideas at all times. I think before I've worked with you two, I would always kind of think of something, figure out if it would land properly, and then ask it. Um, and I, maybe because we were through the pandemic and we didn't have time to do all of the mental gymnastics, I just ask it or just um, throw it out there. And it, and just knowing that no matter how it lands, it lands and you have space to be able to communicate further about that and that further builds that trust. Um, but I think just kind of ask and just try and see what happens. I think just really being open-minded and letting each person be their full self. Like, I think we let our hair down with each other in a way, and sometimes that's hard. We might be giving each other hard feedback or hard questions, um, but then we know that we can say whatever we need to say, and it's happening in this room. It's not happening somewhere else, and we can build from it, and even if it's, it's something to really dig into, we maintain that, that connection to each other. Could you share a hope you have for each other? I think I would hope that we um, actually get a chance to dig into more normal work. I think for the last uh, almost three years, because March 13th will mark three years, calendar years of us dealing with COVID, I'm really looking forward to to digging into more work that is just school, that is just not crisis management and rocking normal work in the same way that we, we nailed the, um, the pandemic work. Yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of, I think it will feel like slowing down in comparison to what we've done before. So like those two hour meetings or being able to talk about pedagogy or just practice and anything like that, it won't be pushed up against having to get something done because the world erupted. I'm looking forward to more of that. Yeah, the first thing that came to mind for me too was something around the curriculum. We, we're working on it, we're, we're iterating it, we're asking these questions, we're grappling with leading the staff forward with their voice really present. And, you know, it's tough work and it takes some deep, deep thinking and in time. So I'm hoping we have that same time. There's this beautiful list on Angela's board of some of the aspirations for next year, and we're hoping to make some of them happen. All right. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Jules and Karen, for just sitting down in your busy day just to share a little bit more of that perspective. And Scott, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that band uh, analogy. So, yeah, you know, Arjun, I think listening to them talk, I did notice a lot of the musical references. I couldn't help it. I was like, you know, hearing Karen say, it's like we're riffing while we're writing a song. And then Karen says she's a steady beat and Jules is a trumpet and Angela is the melody, you know, singing the chorus. And then Jules also says she was T-Pain and Pitbull. So as far as I see it, it feels like admin is a party. Uh, <laughs> and I don't mind going. <laughs> I liked hearing Angela say, that Karen taught her uh, making sure everyone's voice is a part of the path forward. Something about hearing leadership say everyone's voice is a part of the path forward and being able to say that I learned that from someone else 
um, provides great comfort to me as an employee here and also as a community member is like it feels very much like we are all a part of what happens next and we are all moving in the right direction when it comes to collaborative leadership absolutely and and as we move forward together it's important that we uh, we all step up and step back at various times to make space for each other um, and, and sort of to balance um, each other out which is seem to make a running theme all throughout the week in various ways our guests share um, their unique and shared qualities um, that they they use to sort of strike just the perfect dynamic to to collaborate and Yessie and, and Jackie share that again today so just want to pause and ask our listeners just to take a moment and to soak that up a little bit and maybe think about who is a partner in your life who is someone that you collaborate with naturally who's someone that you want to collaborate more with and how do you balance each other out what is a particular need in this community that you can collaborate on. If you're inspired, head over now to this episode's Padlet and you can share. Also, we want to remind you that the Padlet is there for you to go in and share your appreciations for those who've shared with us this week. It means a lot to us to be able to go back and see how these stories resonated and connected with you all and your families. So please use the Padlet to share appreciations, shower love on those who shared their fantastic stories with us and let us in on their partnerships. All right, before we go, before we close out this year's Women's History Month Pictures of Partnership series, we want to give some appreciations to all of our fourth grade and seventh grade hosts. And let's see, there's been so many, Scott. Can we do it? Here we go. Here's our Pictures of Partnership roll call. Big love and appreciation to Paula and Victoria. Michelle and Susan. Grecia and Lisa. Denise and Julia. Jennifer and Ilya. Jackie and Jesse. Ashley, Concha, and Jalen. Sarah and Danny, and Angela, Karen, and Jules. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share it with your family and friends. Maybe ask your teachers to play it for the rest of your classmates. We want to make sure that this does not go unheard. It is important that we share these perspectives. It is important that we begin to see each other more, more fully, more whole. And so we believe very strongly that this podcast is a vehicle for that mission. So please share it. And maybe if you see somebody who shared their story this week, Give them a shout out, give them a highlight, connect with them in person, make that touch point to say, I appreciate that about you. It goes a long way. That does it for our Women's History Month, Pictures of a Partnership. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time around on If You Knew Me Monday.